is everybody in is everybody in the podcast is about to begin graveyard grumbler podcast hello everyone and welcome to episode 41 of the graveyard grumbler podcast i am your host tino romero jr aka the graveyard grumbler and today i have a returning special guest goddess guidance will be joining us on the show today we're going to be going over the midnight game and a little bit of the shadow people since she is a a light healer and you know what again i'm not going to fuck anything up i'm going to go ahead and let her uh, describe her credentials and from there we will jump right into the episode so anna go right ahead thank you brother for having me on again i am anna romero the creator and the voice behind goddess guidance what my wonderful brother was trying to say is that i'm a healer curandera in spanish and a light worker um i do i provide intuitive readings and empowerment, self-empowerment sessions, primarily for all the women out there, but obviously I'm open to everyone because everybody is everybody. And of course, why wouldn't we want to help each other, right? That is who I am. You can find me on my website or you can find me on Instagram or on Facebook. And my, you have the website listed in the, in the show notes, right? I do. Perfect. So it's clickable in the show notes, but it is Anna M. Romero. That's Anna with two N's. AnnaMRomero.com. And on my website, you'll be able to find a whole bunch of different tidbits of information. You can find brief description about me, what I do. You can find my, the link to my YouTube channel, ways to work with me, uh, ways to contact me, my blog, which I just updated. So you should go swing by and take a look at it. But here we are. I'm here with my brother today. And we're going to talk about some things that he's posted, that he's talked about on this podcast. And I'm excited to be here. Thank you, brother, for having me back again. No problem. And that's M as in Mickey Mouse. Not N as in November. M as in Mickey Anna, Mouse. M as in Maria Romero. <laughs> right. Well, I didn't know if you want to give your middle name out, so I didn't yeah, want to yeah. put you on blast. You know, there might be people might looking for you or something. Yes, I don't know. Anna Mickey Mouse Romero. That See? would be correct. The alias. All right. So did you get a chance to follow up a little bit on the midnight game that I put out? Uh, yes, I did. I did. So yes. not only. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Not only is that a completely and just terrible fucked up game that someone can play how would one if they fail to follow the rules on how to protect because just for the outline for those of you who have yet to listen to that episode you you're supposed to keep a candle lit and then you're supposed to wander around the dark and never stop moving until about 3 30 or 3 40 a.m which doesn't make any sense because at 3.40, then that's when you're going to start getting attacked by the by the uh, paranormal demons. That doesn't make any sense to me because that's when all the excitement starts happening. So if one is to be a spiritual warrior, I mean, I, the best way to, to describe, because I'm not going to say a religious nut because, you know, spirituality just is, a, is an umbrella term for everything. So yeah, it's definitely different than religion, I would say. If, if one is to protect themselves from the midnight man, what steps would they have or use to uh, to do that? I mean, I, I obviously burning the house down, you've mentioned to me before, isn't a cure-all, which I don't agree with. But <laughs> uh, I, I don't I don't understand how because this I mean if you if you if you listen to it or if people who who read about it, 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 it seems to me like it's an unwinnable game that you are you are opening yourself to a lifetime of torment and assault from the midnight man. So how, how would you uh, how would you uh, handle go about handling that if someone was dumb enough to play? There is only one way. And the answer is don't play. Oh, well, I mean, because, there's a lot of no, people that you shouldn't do drugs, but they still do. No, it's not a shouldn't thing. If you want to protect yourself, don't play because 
what you're doing is you're literally having a party for a demon to, to come through the portal. You're literally making it a point to open the door and invite one in. You're not seeing if you can contact people. You're not going through and trying to work through something that already exists in your home. No, you are literally saying, you know what? I'm going to have a party for you and you're going to be the guest. You are going to be the star guest. And so you do that. So once you invite him in, what he, he's there. What do you, the, what, there is no point in protection because you literally have decided to have a one-on-one -on -one consultation with this demon. So that's exactly what you're going to get. And number one, you can't even really call it a game because you don't win anything. Because even as you, as, because as you, uh, as you listen to how the game is played and the rules and stuff, and even at the end, it tells you the things you shouldn't do. It's kind of like a little disclosure that says, even if you win and it's over, it's not over. So then that's, it's not a game. No, you're not winning. No matter, you know, how which way you flip it, you are not winning. Right. So I don't understand how it's a game. And maybe it's a game like, for the why midnight is it man. It's called a game. Well, he's, it's not a game because he's always going to win. Right. I mean, there is no win or lose. It's a, it's, it's already determined what's going to happen. So what would be, let me see, what would be the condom if someone decided to play the game, knowing they're going to lose, what can they do to protect somewhat, give it like a little latex protection to themselves? You can't. You, I can't even, I, I can't, you know, aftershave with some holy water or hang some curated garlic meats on me or something that's going to help me from getting fucked up? No. That's you that's have literally, sense. you have literally invited the demon to come and hang out with you there's no way to protect yourself from something that you have created you have created this opportunity you open that porthole you grabbed him by the hand and brought him in you cannot protect yourself from something that you consciously with intent created you get what i'm saying right it's contradicting it's contradicting the whole purpose of the game because it'd be different if like i said let's let's take for example the ouija board right you're attempting to connect with someone, hoping, you know, you know, most times you hope that it's a loved one or, you know, something not in the, you know, the evil shit, right? So you go in there, kind of, you can use some protection with your intent with words. And so you're kind of like, you know, in a sense, filtering, you're pushing a little, putting a little filter as to, you know, what kind of shit's coming through. You're aiming for the good stuff and you're hoping the bad shit gets caught in the little filter and, you know, it doesn't come through. With the midnight game, there's no filter. It's nothing. You're intentionally creating the situation with this malicious entity, with this evil entity. So you are not, you cannot protect yourself, even with the salt, because you know you do the salt, and it says um, if you can't light the candle within 10 seconds, you can also create a little salt circle and stay in there. But it also says that it only temporarily protects you. Did you get that part? Did you catch that part? Yeah, I'm looking at my, I'm reading the notes as we're going on. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm so looking at it. It says it temp it, you know, it temporarily protects you. So number one, what's the point if it's just temporary? You get what I'm saying? Right. There's no point. So what then why even mention the salt circle? Is that just to give someone false hope? I am under the impression that that is the case. That it's giving them um, I don't know, some what's the word? Uh I don't know. Um I can't think of the word. It's giving them, yeah, false hope. That's basically what it is. Because technically, it's just, in essence, buying them time, so to speak. So SpongeBob because lied to me then. It's not, well, I don't know. Because SpongeBob didn't intentionally invite the, what is it again? The, the sea bear. Um, yeah, he didn't intentionally invite the sea bear in. The sea bear is just there and it exists and they're trying to protect themselves from it. 
it's a different type of situation. Mm. So the salt, I don't, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I guess it is false hope because I don't understand why there's even a salt circle to begin with if it's just temporary. And it's not necessarily like, oh, well, there's no guarantee it's going to protect you. No, they're telling you that it's going to, but just not for, not throughout the game. It's just going to be a short period of time. And I imagine the purpose of that is maybe possibly it gives you some time to light the candle again. You know, once, yeah, I don't that's know, what maybe. I would, that's what I would think. Yeah, maybe. You know, the, the, my, since I started doing these, these urban legend games, it doesn't make any sense how people create these fucked up things and they, they don't, clearly show how you can win like i was talking to that podcast host last weekend about the elevator game you don't even know if you if you won the game if you've returned to the right dimension or not or the right realm i should say i don't don't know what it's called but you don't you you don't you don't even know you can wake up at home and you're still in a completely different world but it doesn't clearly state how you can win this game and same thing with the midnight game it doesn't show it doesn't give any solid instructions or or uh, d- details on how you can win the game so why even play the goddamn game why even invent this shit from what i understand it's just for the thrill seekers that's basically what it is but the thing is you're actually what you're seeking out you're gonna get and I, you know, it, it states that you know it's originally used i believe it was in the pagan community where it was used as punishment when you know you disobey the gods right. or the laws you know and how did something that was meant for a punishment become a game like why Where's the incentive for that? I don't know. Maybe it's the sadomasochist community. I guess so. It would yeah, have so to be. I, I don't know. It's, I don't, I, number one, I don't understand why it became a game. And number two, I, I don't understand why it's called a game because you're not, there's no trivia to it whatsoever. You invited it. They tell you 3.33 a.m. is cool, but oh, guess what? It's, you still kind of not want anyway. So. Yeah, it doesn't, I don't get it. So. Do you think that the Midnight Man and the Hat Man are, are related? You think they're cousins? No. no. No? You think they're two different entities? Yep. How so? Because the um, the Midnight Man, I believe, is a specific entity that you are seeking out. It's like, uh, how could I describe it? Well, you know, I don't really ha- even have like a metaphor for it. I just feel as though it's a specific evil ent- entity all on its own. And the Shadow Man, I feel is like a like a community of shadow people is how I feel that it is. So I don't think that it's literally the shadow man specifically, like it's specifically a man. I think that this, this, this type of um, negative energy that, that shit, uh, you mentioned this whole shape shifting thing. I think that it manifests itself in a particular, in a, you know, in a specific way or in the shape of a man. I don't know why they choose it. I don't know the reason behind it. I don't feel as though shadow, I mean the hat man and, um, Midnight Man are the same at all. I think it's two different dudes, two different situations. Huh. I would, I would have, I pegged it to be at least they were like second cousins, ones removed. At least I don't you think know, so. Maybe, maybe cousins. I yeah, I would go. I think cousins would feel better than like brothers. I guess yeah, maybe cousins because they're kind of out for the same purpose, which is evil shit, right? Right. And you can't, technically, once they're there, you can't get rid of them. So just, you know, I guess in theory. So maybe they're all they're cousins. Could be. So what what you're breaking everyone's heart, especially mine, you're you're bursting my bubbles that there's no way that I can safely play this game and not get fucked up with the end result. I don't believe so, no. Yeah, you're you're in, I, you're creating this situation with intent for a specific reason, which is to quote unquote play with this evil entity. So that's what you're gonna get. 
that's not the reason why I had you on the show. I had you on the show to give me hope <laughs> so I can, you know, confidently let my my listeners know that, hey, you can play this game and here's the winner. Just email me the results. Now I'm going to send them up for disaster. They're going to get all fucked up. And no, that, that's not the whole reason. That is correct. So start preparing your disclosure now. Yeah. There, I don't see, I don't believe there's any, any way of winning because like I said, you're consciously cre- with creating this, this situation with intent as you open the portal and you literally grab the midnight man by his hand and say, Hey, come hang out, my man. And he's going to, he's like that, that guest that overstays his welcome and he's just not going to leave. Yeah. And start paying rent. Yep. Damn that, you know, when, when I, when I uh, asked you to be on the show, I was 100% certain that you were going to give me this awesome. Yeah. Just, you know, uh, take some sage and 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 some other stuff and a crystal and you're you're good. Put some salt around you and you have it made. You can laugh and mock them, but then now you're you're telling me completely different. And I don't I don't appreciate that. Just just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that goes to show you that I do my best to convey honest information, not just tell people what they want to hear. Right, and that's the most important thing, you know. And we're, I'm not, I'm not encouraging anyone to play this game, but I'm also not going to stop you. If you do, yeah, yeah, and something well, happens, right? email me. I want to know. Graveyardgrumbler at mail dot com. I want to know okay, what's so happening. Okay, so here's now. Okay, time out. Time what? out. What? Traveling flag. Hold up. Say they're choosing to play this game. They cannot email you. Remember, it's inevitable that he's going to get them. Right, but in the daytime. If they're if there they happen no to surprise if they happen to oh, survive Lord. or if they have their <laughs> iPhone in their pocket because they're they're using it to update the tweets, then you know, send me a as message. As long as they don't let the light from their phone screen light up, remember they cannot have extra light. Oh, that's right, they cannot. Well then put it on dim. Put the orange screen on or the, the blue ray blocker. Still additional light is supposed to be pitched dark pitch black, complete darkness, with the exception of the flame from the candle, remember? Damn. Remember? I do. You, okay, hey, then. You you presented the rules, not me. Here, here. Okay, then put put your phone face down. Do a voice to text and email it. <laughs> there. <laughs> oh my goodness! You want them to be no matter what. <laughs> how about? How about? Hear me out. Hear me out. How about? They just call you and put it on speakerphone. Well, then the light will be on pocket. still. Well, put that, it in their pocket. Put it in their pocket. That's true. I might that, that'd be better. I can just record the whole thing. Yep. yep. Even when the you know, even when the man gets them. Modern problems with modern solutions. There you go. And I do have to retract something that I did say last week that I completely mis mis uh, worded. I called you a light healer, and now that I now that I I say it out loud, or now that I say it again. It, healing you're lights doesn't make any any sense to me. <laughs> you're, you're, so you're combining two terms. You're combining light worker and healer. Yes. And I, for the yeah. longest time, I even said it like three or four times on last week's episode that you were a light healer. And now that I'm saying it, now that I'm actually talking to you and, and realizing what I'm saying, is that why, what are you, an electrician? You're going to heal lights? It's just, it doesn't... <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me anymore. So I, I completely. That's why I, I told you to uh, introduce your your credentials and yourself because I, I would have fucked it all up like I usually do. It happens to all of us. It's easy. You we work with so many words all day long. They're gonna pile up on top of each other. But yeah, it's light light worker, light worker, and a healer. I technically just prefer intuitive reader and good on that. I feel more comfortable with that. Granted, I do. I am. Um, 
as you guys all know, it's not a secret. I also, I can receive messages from people that have passed. It's not my strongest, you know, um, gift yet. I am working on it, but that's definitely there present. Yeah. So you should get, refine your skills. So <laughs> honestly, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a, I'm probably just a little scared still because I don't like to be surprised. I don't like the unexpected. So say, for example, I'm going to give myself the opportunity to strengthen it or to practice, you know, medium, my mediumship. And I sit there and I, you know, invite the communication. I don't know where it's going to come from. I don't know what it's going to feel like. I don't know, you know, so I just, it's the, the startling, the, the, that, that's the part that kind of just instills a little bit of fear. But I, I do, I do work through it. You remember back in the old days, long time ago, like black and white times when restaurants were still open and people were able to go eat inside of them. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, those uh, <laughs> those bells ring for service. You need to have one of those. So when they come in and uh, talk to you, they just ring the bell and you're like, oh, shit, hold on, please. I need to get set up. <laughs> Actually, you you can do that. Yeah, you can um, present the situation and ask that first they give a sign of some sort like, you know, um, I don't know something may you know you know ask that there be some sort of just minor indication so that you know that it's coming you know that you're something or someone is on its way and you'll be able to hear something or feel that or the communication is you know going to present itself in the next moment or so so yeah you can you, you can do that well yeah i mean I, if if i had that ability i would ask for no calls after midnight because i'd be asleep well you will soon learn that you actually do have it no i don't i what call holding the call waiting. <laughs> what a nerd! So on, uh, we you and I have have gone on you on your YouTube channel, yeah. and uh, we talked about the whole shadow thing phenomenon, which I was surprised that I actually knew more about that topic than you did at the time. That you didn't realize that the the if I'm if I'm remembering properly that you didn't know that they were an evil entity that they they were an evil harmful uh, ordeal yeah. and not just a regular I, hey how y'all doing type you know yeah I was I was just talking to mom yesterday about that that I had no idea because the three of us here in the house you know me mom and and buggy my daughter we all have that we've experienced the shadow person phenomenon but it is not like what anybody else has described ours has been completely different and so it's like wait what <laughs> that shit's happening i had no idea not at all and with that have you with the because i mean uh with a lot of the the typical the typical events or or experiences that people go through when they have when they have encounters with the shadow people is they have a sleep paralysis. Now, when you, when you, mom and, and uh, Buggy had the encounter, did, did you uh, go through sleep paralysis or was it just a, a conscious, fully functional, a fully functioning body movement to where you're able to move and, and go about? Yes, the latter. We, it is literally sitting in the living room every day, every day, every day stuff. And we, it will happen. We'll see it in the hallway, or we'll see walk, you know, see him walking through, and it will. It's it's fully functional. So you're seeing. So then that's then you're not witnessing the shadow people. That is from what I've read, and and you know, being a self-proclaimed demonologist, is that you uh, that that's a spiritual encounter with with uh, either you know, well, to, to some uh, an umbrella term would be a ghost. It's not an actual shadow person encounter because a shadow person is 100% associated with uh, sleep paralysis and you are uh, scared I'm gonna crippled. Say, I'm going to say that is incorrect. Um, because, well, look, 
I think that the majority of the experiences have associated them that they're like one, you know, they go hand in hand. But I have seen shadow, a shadow. I, he's a guy because that's the energy that I get. But I've seen a shadow man in the hallway constantly. Sometimes he's by the front door. He's sometimes he's walking from the bathroom to my mom's room. I see the shadow. It's a shadow. It's not a spirit. It's not something you know you know um a figure it's a shadow man he does not have the hat or coat and stuff he's just a shadow man he's a black shadow and he's in the shape of a, a you know man from what i can tell and he's i periodically see him in the house but and it, that's who we call pablo right and but is that can you 100 percent I I not identify, but but uh, yeah, I mean, one hundred percent identify as a shadow person, or is it a different entity? Because from what you're telling, well, from what you've you've told and experienced, I don't from the the hours and hours of research that I've done, it doesn't sound like a shadow person encounter. It sounds like a different entity, like but like I said, like a ghost, like a spirit. That this is how I have identified it. It's a shadow, whether it's in broad daylight or nighttime, it still remains a black dark shadow. In the shape of a man. So to me, that's a shadow man. It's a shadow person. It's a shadow figure. It's a shadow man. So that's how I feel. I don't feel as though it's someone or something specific. I see it and feel it as a shadow person, a shadow man. That's why I felt like, oh, yeah, I see a shadow man because I do. I see him. Right. But But then when I started hearing about all this other stuff, I'm like, well, whoa, wait a minute. That is not what I see. I don't experience any of that. I experience sleep paralysis also. I have, you know, periodically, and I do, you know, sporadically, but it is not like what everybody else describes. I am usually, I'm usually sleeping, having some sort of dream, and then the sleep paralysis takes, you know, it starts happening, but there is no, there, yes, I did. <laughs> mom, mom just asked me if I told you that she was injured, and I told her yes. <laughs> uh, mom's the best she's always been here whenever i'm talking to you she always comes in here <laughs> yes mom uh me and about a thousand something other people now know you are injured <laughs> she's the best i'm a keeper but i digress yeah it's been normally i'm having a dream sometimes it's you know maybe borderline nightmare but it has i've never ever experienced a sleep paralysis demon or the shadow man or a shadow entity any of that when my sleep paralysis happens so here's here's my problem solver i'm going to be a problem solver i'm thinking outside the box and i'm making an executive decision here hold on you're gonna have to be a problem solver but to what problem what what problem are we working to identifying the shadow people and and other entities that that people have experienced so check it out here we come okay hear me out everybody just pay attention ears up please okay so before you go to sleep what you need to do is set up a little table somewhere and put out at least, I don't know, I don't, I don't people, I mean, we're, I'm going to say 10 is overshooting, but we'll, we'll put out 10 Hello My Name Is stickers and leave a Sharpie there. That way, whatever entity comes and visits you, they can identify like, hello, my name is Shadow Man or Ghost or Spirit. And that way, when you see it, you can easily identify and it's problem solved. Where, where are they going to stick it? On their what? On their body. Hello, or they can just hold it. Uh, okay. I'm just going to move forward with that. Okay. <laughs> well, that, see, that's the problem I solver. Ha- I mean, aside from the fact that I see the shadow man in the hallway, I don't see any of anything else that's related to shadow people or shadow man or <clears throat> sleep paralysis demon or anything like that. Then that- My sleep paralysis does not happen, have nothing to do with shadow anything. And it's, it's always when I'm sleeping and I'm dreaming. 
and I'm never dreaming about a shadow anything or, or a sleep paralysis demon, nothing like that. It has never, ever happened to me like that at all. So when people talk about, you know, and I just asked the question on my Facebook just a moment ago before I came on the call was, you know, question for the collective, from your experience, do, do sleep paralysis and the shadow people, are they, do they go hand in hand? Because from my experience, that has not occurred that way at all. Well, and, that, and then that's why on, on the counter that I can confidently say that I, I don't see it your, well, I don't see Pablo as a shadow person. I think it's a different entity because the, the, the uh, description and, and experiences that about a million people have, have shared with the world is that the shadow people are one hand in hand directly associated with sleep paralysis that they that they are only tormented when they are awoken or awakened or woken up. I, I don't know the proper term, but they, they are, uh, they come to, to wake in the middle of the night or beginning of the night or end of the night, whatever time that they, that they are woken with sleep paralysis. And all they can do is hear, feel and see, but they can't move. And that's when they experience. <laughs> and when they, uh, when they experience the shadow people, and that's why uh, Pablo ling lingering around for years and years and years, I don't think, or I not think, but I know confidently i can say that he is not a shadow person that is a you different entity now that you mention it that could you i think that that actually presents me a, a different perspective now that you say it because when i thought that my mom and buggy were seeing shadow man also but they see pablo like in full color yeah mom sees him in black and white but she sees the details of his clothing and buggy sees him full on as if he were an actual human being. Like she can tell you the color of and the pattern of the buttons on his coat, the, the how with those thin wire rim glasses and how they curve over. She can give you like specific details. So maybe have now that you mentioned it, maybe they are seeing Pop you know, Buggy sees Pablo a hundred percent the way he's supposed to, you know, he he is. Mom can only see him up to black and white with minor men are you know minimal details and maybe all I'm able to see is him in shadow form. Well, you know, you know the reasoning behind and not that. Not being the shadow man, that you know, that's yeah. just how I was gifted. Them. You know, the only I can only see him to that extent, like different levels to it. So you're right. Maybe in right. fact, he has nothing to do with shadow people. It's just uh, that's just how I'm able to see Pablo is just only in shadow form because that's as far as I was able. You know, I was given permission to see him. You know, what I'm saying you get what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, there, there's a there's a valid completely logical explanation on why that they're, they're able to see Pablo in that form. You know that, right? What is it? Well, mom grew up with only black and white and buggy was, oh and buggy was <laughs> HD, uh, uh, <laughs> 1080p. So <laughs> I cannot wait for mom to hear this and I cannot wait. I, mom, just so that you know, that came out of his mouth, not mine. <laughs> Ooh, I cannot wait. But I'm not lying though. No, you probably. know what? I'm I'm I have to admit it kind of makes sense. <laughs> but it you so know So yeah, now that you now that we are discussing it more, I guess that I you know, Pablo in fact is not just a shadow person. That's just the extent in which that I, you know, am I was born to see him with, you know, no no farther than that. Right. Okay. And so the, then I guess I guess that no, I've not had a shadow man, shadow person, paralysis human experience at all. Yeah, because uh, Marcos has very detailed no, explanations no, yeah. of of shadow people, and he is he is very 
very convinced that not well, convinced, but that uh, that everything is. Was oh, uh, he? Uh, he has very vivid, and I can't. I can't remember because the we've. It's been so many months now since the live that you that you two have done. Uh, did he explain or did he detail on on if he experienced uh, sleep paralysis along with the shadow people with what the hat man encounter or was it just waking to see the 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 hat man walking in or walking out of the room he um he mentioned the sleep paralysis um in a separate event when it came to the scary old the scary and slash beautiful woman that attacked him that was by this that's when he said he experienced sleep paralysis. Off the top of my head, I don't recall if he said he ever experienced it other than that. But for the shadow man, he his experiences were not 100% when he was sleeping and he woke up. Because I do remember him saying that he was, when mom had left him home by himself one time, he was in the living room when he experienced it. And he was wide awake. Yeah, I so remember he, that. that. Yeah, there was no, not all of his experiences were... When he was sleeping, he actually had some near conscious experiences with him. So, so that's that's a no. torment of a different of a different nature. Then it is, and you have to ask yourself. Having said that, because what Marcos described was literally practically identical to everything that was being discussed in the Shadow Man documentary that we talked about that was on Prime, Amazon Prime. Yeah, he everything. It's like he couldn't believe how accurate everything was in that documentary compared to his experiences so i'm wondering at this point we have to ask ourselves is the shadow man experience only limited to sleep and if it's not considering marco shared that experience with us are there levels to this shit is he like on a completely different level of being terrorized you know do you does it escalate or are there what are the circumstances under which things change? You get what I'm saying? Because I don't believe it's something different. I think that all these experiences that he's talking about, with the exception of the woman, because that was completely different. I think that every single one of his experiences are in fact the shadow man or the hat man, whichever it's shadow man. I I think it's everyone is 100 percent the shadow man. Well, the well so the the shadow the ha- that change the hat man is the shadow man. Right. That, that's mean, the we'll that's call the one it that whatever they want though. Yeah, that's a. Uh, that, that's where. So what are we gonna call it, just so we can be on the same page? Hat man I, or shadow man? The hat man. Okay, let's go with the hat man. It, I I don't know if if there is a way to eliminate. When I did the research and I and I did the the episode, I don't I don't remember reading a way to get rid of me. I mean, they, uh, people reported being tormented since they were little kids all the way up to adulthood. So okay, have okay. Having said that, what. Did you happen to, did they list or did they discuss and make note of what methods they used to try to get rid of him? Like, what did they do? What were their, number one, what were the circumstances in their life? What was happening in their life overall when they started experiencing things? You know, because I mean, that kind of, that was what popped into my head when they were were talking about um, we can't get rid of him. Because it's like, there's a lot of people that, that were on that documentary and that, you know, for a fact, based on research that. They experience this. This is really, really common, like super common, you know, almost like STD common. Yeah. They... So it's like so many people. It's like, okay, so why are they experiencing it? Because I don't experience it. Do you experience it? No, I have. I've never. See, experienced I don't. Nobody it. in our house. I don't. Aside from Marcos, I don't think anybody else in our family experiences. So my question is, what are the circumstances under which that starts to happen? You know, what's happening in your life? What's what is your state of mind? Are you depressed or? Is something are you know a 
their chaos or experiencing trauma, what is it that's happening that could possibly be triggering or, you know, the reason that the Hatman experience is happening and never goes away? Well, they're backtracking a bit. When I, I do, I, I'm not uh, just remembering now that when it comes to certain traumas and certain difficulty parts of life in high school, my senior year, when I was doing every drug under the sun, I experienced several uh, miserable encounters with, I don't know if they're shadow people, if they were demons or just drug induced hallucinations. But there were several times where I've seen uh, a dog staring at me from outside of the yard, from in the street, a black dog with red eyes, just sitting there staring at me. Now, is, okay. it, is it relatable to the shadow hauntings or the shadow tormenting? I don't know. Do do shadow people have dogs? Do they have pets? That's what I was saying. Maybe it's their pets. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, I mean see, that's a, that poses a completely different question. But back to what you just said, you were experiencing these things when you were on drugs and when you were under the influence of things. And when obviously you were not in a great place in life, like things you didn't feel as though they were great. So was it because you were in that place in your life that? these things starting to happen 100% because when Teresa and I separated for that 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 little period of time and I was in a horrible place again uh, substances were involved not drugs but I mean I was drinking a lot but I never felt I never felt settled even the times where I passed out from being sleep deprived that I never never had that full restful sleep I always felt like something evil was just watching over me or that something that was in the room, even when I was by myself, <clears throat> hanging out in in uh, in the spare room or in the living room when everybody was gone, and I had that few moments before I went out to a party, that I, I always felt like there was something there that shouldn't have been. But I was never, I never seen anything, or I never experienced any any actual physical uh, torment. I just felt it within me, like it's just like, damn, you know, something's not right in here. Just an evil, an evil energy. There you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, okay, so go ahead. So I think 100% fully that it does, it, it does, uh, uh, induce or what's that, uh, what's that word that I can't think of right now? Uh, uh it's a fancy, it, it's a fancy, it triggers. well, that, yeah, it triggers, it triggers more, more experiences, but on the same, on, on the opposite page, I've read there was people who had, you know, according to them had a great childhood, a great adulthood. Uh, nothing too strenuous, you know, or stressful. Nothing was was crazy, but they still experienced the the shadow people torment. Okay, and the now hauntings. here's here's the thing, though. Okay, were was their life actually copacetic, or were they just perceiving it as being that way? Do you understand what I'm saying? Because realistically, there could have there could have been some kind of chaos in their life. They could have literally been in a negative, or you know. Um, I don't know, low vibrational port in their life, but it, because it was so habitual for them and it was just other way of life that they didn't recognize it as being not great or chaotic or, you know, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, on the, on the, uh, it, we'll, we'll, there's we'll, so many possibilities. we'll go like, on the, on the fairy book, on the fairy tale side. So fairy tale side, you know, happy home, happy childhood, uh, no struggles. Everything was great. No bullying. You know, that, that's a fairy tale. That's what I'm assuming from what they what they have reported and written and wrote in their blogs that is considered a, a very stressful or stress free uh, non uh, what is that word? Uh, Trump traumatic childhood towards adulthood. You know, that's that's what what I picture when when they say now I didn't read in detail if that's exactly what they wrote, but that's what I'm assuming. So 
but you know people who have single parents or have no parents you know that's still traumatic however they they're still able to live a full healthy happy life a childhood growing up that might be affected or might not be affected so it, it depends on on i guess your the the long story guy took the scenic route would be it it, it would determine on the individual's perception of what happy mm-hmm. and stress-free would be you know like you said growing up in a chaotic uh, environment when you grow up that's all you know then you know that you it's, you end up saying oh that's not that's not stressful that's not you know that's that's, that's normal yeah, that's, that's not a big life, problem you know? yeah that's just life exactly. so but so we'll use Marcos for example I text him see if he was working to see if I can get him on the show but he's he uh he hasn't answered me so I don't know I'll get him on the show right now with yeah that? oh man you if you get all three of us on there that's gonna be like a six-hour show well yeah but I I, I mean I have time but he didn't, he didn't answer me though, so what might be scheduled for another date? But it's a, uh, from my understanding, from experience. I mean, now everyone's again, everyone's perception is different. But from us growing up, Marcos had a fairly decent childhood. You know, man, you know, minus the passing of of our father, at a, at an, uh, for him would be a super early age. But for the most part, we, you know, my not me. I mean, I didn't. I was just a little a hole. But mom did what she can to make make his life as comfortable and as happy as possible without causing a lot of stressors. Now the issues that she was dealing with me, you know, not graduating high school, drugs, uh, you know, your growing pains and everything else, you know, our older sisters growing uh, life changes and everything. I don't know if that affected him directly to where he absorbed the brunt of the negative energy because it also uh, leaked off of mom or was he dealing with a different sort of stressors that all of us overlooked or just didn't see i think it's that that you you know what i mean because yeah it, it doesn't it, I, I, it's been so many years now that we but we've been little that i i don't have a a full clear memory on 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 marcos's childhood so so another thing that I also thought of when they were talking about, you know, it, it just it happens to so many people and it doesn't appear as though you can resolve it and it never goes away. The other thing that popped into my head was, well, where were they at with their spiritual development? Like, you know, how, where were they? And, what you know, were they in a place that they felt they were, like their soul was good? I mean, you know, their heart and soul and their mind were in a good and healthy place. Like, you know, where was their, I guess, their spiritual reinforcement, so to speak? You know, does that play a factor in it, too? You I, know, and I don't know. I would have to say no. Well, at least on my experience, for me personally, uh, other than those little issues that I've had when, you know, when uh, Teresa and I split up and me in high school not being the best I could, I'm I'm not a spiritual person. I'm not a religious person, but I my heart and and pure and body is, is I have no I have no bad nightmares. I have no torment. I have nothing other than damn not even that. And I, I can't even say that other than the little friction we have here at home because I mean we we Teresa and I other than normal relationship you know the honeydews this and stressors that we have we have no crazy blowout arguments. The kids are wonderful. We don't have any crazy things going on. So, I mean, if from a personal exp- or personal view on, on everything, I don't know if spiritual spirituality would play, a, would be a major, major role in it. Because, again, I'm not spiritual or religious and my life is great. I have no torments. I have no nightmares. I have nothing negative. 
that that affects my my day to day or or would you know uh, invite even even talking about all this creepy stuff and watching endless hours of, of horror movies I still don't have any negative I don't feel any negative energy or any bad juju so I don't know if spirituality or 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 uh, uh, religion would play a major part in that you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know for sure, but that's my I personal think experience. Just ask them. Yeah, I know I I try to reach out to someone, but I I haven't gotten any any responses. I mean, it's kind of weird if you try to get an email or a personal message from a, something called the Graveyard Grumber. What the fuck is this? Was a spam account? I'm gonna answer him, but it's a I don't I don't know. I just wait. Who did you reach out to? Uh, so um, whoever the oh not Marcos. I was talking about people that I read about on the blogs. I was talking about the hat man. I was oh. with Rick contacting. <laughs> no, that's 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 out of my scope of I wish practices. I could just ask, like, yo, why, why, why do you got, why do you do this? Is it just you or you guys? Or like, what if there's like this main guy? And because they they talked about that too on the um. Did you watch the documentary? I did. You did see they yeah. that I believe a woman mentioned that there's like this leader and that the shadow people, the hat man or hat men, so to speak are like their minions like they go out and do the dirty work and stuff i believe they mentioned that didn't they or am i tripping no they they mentioned that the hat man is the leader he is oh, okay. he is el jefe and everyone else are the soldados though they're his soldiers the shadow people are his crew and so then why does he show his face sometimes because the, uh, apparently that's when the torment has gotten real enough a physical assault is now i'd be so it, it, mad is if now, the hat man touched me i'd be so pissed so i, I think the oh soldiers God, I'd be so mad. i think the shadow people actually go out check what's going on and if they feel that this person is weak maybe i don't know if that's you know if that's the case and then they green light them and the shadow person comes in. I mean, there's been reports where, where they, where people have opened their eyes. Well, you know, their, their eyes are open and they've seen and felt the shadow man wrap yeah. their hands around their neck, preventing and them from breathing on the chest and then crazy. sitting on the chest and then hitting you know them and what? scratching them. That right there that you described that the whole physical part of it, that's what I have heard people describe their, as their experience with the sleep paralysis demon. Exactly what you just said. Yeah, that that's all. That's the shadow man. That's the that's the sleep paralysis so the sleep demon. They're paralysis all demon is the shadow man. The one in the mean, same. The, the one in the oh. same. Yes, that's that's what I've seen. That when you mention if there's different levels to it, that's the different levels. First, you get haunted just by uh, by visual and hearing things from uh, from the shadow so people, and then it escalates to where you're being physically assaulted by the by the hat man. Hmm. That is the like like you've reached level ten of Jumanji. If if the shadow man has is so, fucking you well, up, I wonder. I mean, I mean, I I don't want to ask, but I do. Kind, of, I do really. What's like the final level? Like, what does it do? It does it. I mean, I'm. I don't want to say that it kills you, but I mean, to what extent does it have access to us? I would think that. I mean, I I don't know if I mentioned. I think I did mention you because that's when uh, you got Marcos on your on your live. But ultimately, the shadow man results in in suicide. That people cannot oh, handle the I physical torment. Yeah, they they cannot handle the physical torment <sighs> I- anymore, and they end up taking their lives. And before we continue, so, pl- before we continue, please a disclaimer. As always, whenever I mention suicide, please, if you are having thoughts of self harm, 
or you're suffering from severe depression and you're just unhappy, please reach out to your local help hotline, your crisis center. It's better to talk to someone than talk to no one. And I guarantee you from personal experience, I used to work on the other end of the crisis lines. People are always willing to listen. Even if it takes two, three, four hours, they will try to get you and find you the help that you are seeking. So please don't go through this alone. Thank and you. if you need to have that, I have just Googled the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number. They're open 24 hours. They speak English and Spanish, and I believe they have other languages people can help you with. That number is 800-273-8255. Again, like my brother said, please don't hesitate to reach out to someone because people do care and you do matter. And that is the U.S. number for people around the world. I, I Unfortunately, we don't have that info in front of us, so just Google your, your local helpline for your country. And please talk to someone. I mean, there, there's no reason to yeah, go through this alone. Yeah. Okay, back to our regular pro scheduled program. I always give a disclaimer whenever I mention suicide. Yes. So I was with, with that. Okay. So let's say let's obviously all hypothetical situations because we're not experiencing it. But so let's say like, for example, Marco, he's had these conversations with, with conversations with us. So not only does he have experience, but also now he has awareness because he knows of the experiences. He knows what can happen. He is consciously aware of it, so he knows it happens. He knows when it's coming. You know, he can, I, I mean, in English, I mean, I only say it in Spanish. It's like a, a presentimiento, when it's going to happen. What is that? What does that mean? Uh, um, like apprehension, like a suspense. No, 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 not presentimiento. No, uh, that's a, he can sense it. He can feel when it's about to happen. So, oh, a premonition. No. Kind of. Like a sixth sense. He, yeah. So he experienced an awareness. Do you think that he can start like putting together a game plan as to next time it's going to happen? So like, okay, I know when it's going to happen. What am I going to do about it? Like, I'm going to try to confront him. Am I going to try to practice coming out of sleep paralysis? If I have sleep paralysis, am I going to, what, can he have a game plan? Like, can't he be, can he be proactive now? From and now that he, you know, like I said, experience and awareness, like, is that even a possibility? Um, from my, from what, what he's, what he's described and, uh, I get, this is a, a, a buzz, a flood, a fuzzy memory. Cause it's been like, it's been so many months since you're live, but he's never, and like you mentioned just a little bit ago, he's never suffered it through sleep paralysis. It's all been waking up to it or maybe no he's he's been uh, woken up to the the encounters am i right or has he not even being, yeah he's, he's been awake and he's it's gonna it's gonna sleep and an awake thing so i don't think you can have a full game plan if if you don't know when it's going to strike i mean you can it's it's a whole flight or fight i mean depending on what emotion for i mean for the toughest people you know the the biggest <laughs> badasses the flight when something when something as a child and something has terrorized you as a as a child that's all you know is that crippling crazy terror terror feeling of fear so confronting it I, I don't know if that's feasible maybe it's not even confrontation but I I mean I'm still you know what I'm gonna stand firm in the fact that I think maybe having a game plan could 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 possibly happen but what would be the game plan? I don't know. I guess it would just be based on experience. Like, what is it that you're trying? What, what you know? What are you trying to achieve? What are you? Are you wanting to stop it? Are you wanting to interact? Are you? What are you trying to? You know, kick his ass back. What are you trying to do? And you know what? Going back to, um, I want to go back to something that you talked about in your podcast real quick. Uh, 
you mentioned the whole scenario with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street where they would set an alarm to wake up, right? right? But they were so deep that they couldn't come out of it because even when they woke up with the alarm, the dream was still happening, right? Correct. I wonder if the alarm thing would work, not in a sense like I'm waking up from my sleep, but rather the startling sound interrupting what's happening. Well, there's, here's the thing that on personal, on, on my personal experiences, I've had vivid dreams when I've been dead sleep. I've had vivid dreams where I hear the alarm, I wake up, turn it off and start getting ready for work. However, I've never gotten out of bed, but I still turn the alarm off before the alarm goes off. So the alarm never goes off because I turned it off. Oh, so, you know, in, when I'm, I'm dead, I mean, and Teresa can, can vouch for this. I've woken up in my dream, set the alarm. I mean, I turned the alarm off and in my dream, I started getting ready for work, you know, doing my morning routine, what have you. But yeah. being asleep, I still conscious or unconsciously reached over the alarm and turned it off. And that's it. I didn't get out of bed. I didn't, you know, uh, proceed to uh, groan and you know, I got to get up for work. No, turn my alarm off, my alarm off and then stayed asleep deeply and jumping out of bed, waking up when I have realizing my, my body, you know, naturally working for so many years, your body just automatically, fuck, dude, you need to get up for work. And then I get up and I'm like, holy shit, when did I turn the alarm off? And Teresa's like, you know, hey, I never even heard the alarm go off. And I was like, yo, the alarm was going off in my dream. I heard the alarm. I jumped out of bed or I woke up, turned the alarm off and got ready for work in my dream. She's like, no, so, you, you just turned off the alarm. So what you're kind of saying is that the entity manipulates the environment. That's what I'm so going So the with. interruption doesn't take place. Yes, that's what I would go Bastards. with. Because I mean, why? It would be too. It would be too easy of a fix if you can just set the alarm right. and wake up. Because you know what, you're right. Because if I, I vaguely remember, it could have been in the documentary. It could have just been someone sharing the experience where they would say that you know, say their sister came in and she was calling me and she was calling me, but I couldn't hear her. She couldn't see what was happening. She said I was just you know laying in bed, not moving. I feel like that was. I, I, that's something I heard based on experience. I can't remember if it was in a documentary or just someone was sharing, but yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. No alarm being manipulated. So, and then on top of, on that, so let's add in that the, um, you're, you're dealing with this issue, you know, work stressors on top of being haunted every night, then you're sleep that's deprived, you know, you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're sleep deprived. And so you finally, finally just, your body just gives out and you finally pass out from exhaustion. I mean, there's been times where uh, me personally, I've worked, you know, 15, 18, 19, 20 hours back to back. And I'm so exhausted that I don't even wake up from my alarm the next day, even though it's going off. Teresa has to mm-hmm. wake me up. So now if, if the entity is smart enough or the, the, the tormenting is, is, is calculated it can literally keep you up for for periods of time to where you reach exhaustion to where you you are in such in a deep sleep that they are free to do whatever they want and i'm guessing that's when they tag team in the the hatman and Dang. the hatman fucks you up that's i mean rude. it just and, but it, it's 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 so easy to get someone exhausted and sleep deprived to where they just cannot wake up regardless of the alarms and that that was going on the the whole night right now street where they were yeah drinking coffee popping no dose and then finally their body's like dude i don't care what you're taking i'm i'm fucking done and then they get they get taken out speaking of coffee have you tried bustelo who bustelo no 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 hmm, you should try it do you like do you like strong coffee heck yeah you try bustelo 
I drank so much mm-hmm. hair, strong coffee. I got a bunch of hair in my chest. <laughs> I'm telling mom, you. I'm telling mom about the joke. You just coming in here, just saying shit. <laughs> you should try Bufalo. I hear it's a really, really strong coffee. Well, anyway, mom can um, smuggle some when she comes out down to Texas. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So listen, let's. Um, I want to go into a different direction with the the hat man, if you don't mind. Nope. Let's go. Let's go back to what you were talking about in your podcast about shadow people. Okay. By definition, and I'm gonna quote this. Based on what you said and also what um, the internet had to say, by definition, shadow people, shadow person, um, the perception of a patch of shadow as a living humanoid figure and interpreted as the presence of a spirit or other entity by believers in the paranormal or supernatural, right? Right. Now, you also said that you think the possibilities, your um, your possibilities, or your um, I guess your three possibilities, right? Aliens were aliens, witches, or demons. Correct. Right. Correct. Now, which is it? Honestly, I think it's aliens. I I don't think that a because I mean, if it was demonic, if it was a possession, then there would be an end result. That it wouldn't just well, be a lifetime thing, of demonic torment. Doesn't have, demonic doesn't have to be possession. But demonic has to be something to uh, where there's an end result that like the end result is to suck the life and, and gain the life of the of the of the living person that they're that they're tormenting. That is the yeah, end but result. That too. I mean, like, where, that, where is like the demonic loop? How do you know that for a fact? Well, what if the goal is torment? When I was going when I was doing my pseudo studies for demonology, that was clearly in the non-existent <laughs> textbook that I read. <laughs> The paranormal PDF that you downloaded. Yeah, it's a, it's a pocket edition for iOS only. <laughs> no, but the, I mean, what kind of that? That's just a whole level of douchiness if that's the end result. I don't think it's demonic though, because I, I personally the the way that I see it is that if it's demonic, I think it's the the. Um, there has to be an end result. I mean, or at least I want okay, there to be an end result. There is an end result. Isn't it suicide? At, well, yeah, that's that is true. So there's the end result for that. There's a there could there that's the potential you know answer to that that the suicide is the end result with if it's a demonic situation, right? So right. there's that. So let's move on to the witches. You were saying that there's bad witches. That you think that if anything, they are trying to get back to humanity for all the bad shit that they've done to them over their entire, you know, millions of years, right? Right. And in uh, the reason why I, I can't remember if that was the episode before or after, but I think it was after the in Native American culture, you the skinwalkers are are the bad medicine people. They're not medicine men. They they are not associated with each other, but they are gifted individuals who took the wrong path for greater power. That's that's the, the ult- skinwalkers. Correct. Skinwalkers are Nav- are native in Native American legend where they are witches that went on the wrong path. That they do not use their powers for good. They went they go on to an opposite path for the greater better to benefit themselves for greed and life uh, life superiority. That is what a skinwalker is. So my theory or what I what I figured and this is all unsupported and this is all my my own uh, information is that that is their way of breaking someone down to where they're vulnerable enough to where they're able to take on their life and live their life through them and still have a physical form that's acceptable to society. Wait, say, okay, say that again. Okay, so 
the, a skinwalker, which is a witch in, in, in te- okay. you know, technical, that they are breaking down, that they are haunting, they are breaking down the individual who, you know, with the sleep paralysis because of their, their, uh, their spells and what they're able to immobilize their, their victim or their chosen target. And they are there to break them down to where they're weak enough where the skin crawler is or the witch is able to uh, pretty much in, uh, inhabit their form their their body and be an acceptable being acceptable for for society like a, a, a instead of being all all uh, gruesome and 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 uh, yeah that they are just a physical form there you go that it is an acceptable physical form to walk amongst the the general population and continue their quest for for their the, for the ultimate them. goal correct Okay. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Well, that was it. Period. Oh. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. See that, and uh, I, 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 after like I said, this is this is unsupported. This is just my own theory. On my three theories, where my top three theories, what I've read, other people suggest, and me bringing in and adding in my own uh, thirty-eight cents. That <laughs> they uh, that that is one of uh, one of a few that that are legitimate possibilities for for the definition of shadow people okay now let's talk about aliens aliens. i'm gonna jump in real quick because you mentioned no go ahead talk about why you think it's alien no go ahead i want to hear what you're first well no because i need to hear what you say so i can i can get into it okay so i believe that the hat man is the ultimate he is the main scientist that he is the main person who is conducting the the final experiments and the shadow people are the ones who help implant and and help immobilize the victim and so when the hat man comes he already has control from whatever chip or whatever uh thing that they have going and the sleep paralysis is something to where it keeps them from from fighting to where they are able to do conduct the experiments which again there's the physical the physical uh the physical assaults you know the the scratches being left the choking i believe that those are all the aliens trying to figure out how humans breathe and function differently from their own species okay but okay yeah that's fine i mean it's to be a pot it's possibility but they're doing the same they've been doing the same thing for all these years don't you think they would have learned something by now or they would have like it's, it's like a mil- there's years and years and years of the exact same research, the exact same approach, the exact same everything. So if it's aliens, when do they do something different? Well, when do they get their research? They've been doing it for so long, you know, that that goes to the same question as all the scientists that that do science on on animals. They do the same research for different uh, outcomes for years and years and years and years and never come to a conclusion. So if if, if, it, that, if, it, if, that, if it was aliens, that's so fucked up. Well, think about it. How is it? How is it that everyone from different walks of life, different ages, from different parts from around the world? describe the same exact thing over and over i mean in detail from the hat the eyes the body build the height everything how is it that it's exactly the same all across the world without people i mean this is even little kids as as young as four five six years old talking about they saw a man with a hat coming into them and they couldn't move so what boy i mean what it, it's just to me it's a perfect explanation because how is a four-year-old going to watch hear, and listen to the same exact story that a 48 year old man in the opposite 
uh, uh, circle of the world is going to describe. You know what I mean? It, it, Honestly, I feel like all three are unanswered. I think that all three could easily be true. No, uh, you're not getting away that easy. Absolutely no, not. It all makes sense to me. Everything that you've presented, it feels like it could easily, it could, it could be, it's a possibility. It doesn't feel like one's like, no, that can't be true. That doesn't even make sense. No, it, if, and if you look at, if I, I look at them individually as you are describing them and you're talking about them. And I feel as though it, they could be possibilities. Granted, right. I am leaning more towards, I would say, demonic entity or malicious entities only because I think that I'm partial to it. I'm more from, you know, that's kind of like, it's more of the paranormal stuff that I technically work with a little bit. So I think that's why I'm leaning more towards that. But I, it, they, it, they all feel as though they could be the right answer. I mean, all three of those. My, my final, uh, one thing that, that solidifies to me that I think it's an uh, alien or yeah, an alien encounter is that there's no way preventing it. There's zero. You, See, you, you can't prevent the attack. A, I think there is. There has to be a way. I think that there is. I don't know what it is or how you figure it out, but I just I feel I literally feel that. There is a solution. So there, there, just don't see it. I just think that nobody sees it yet, but I feel like there is. Well, I also feel like, it, like uh, the combination of experience and awareness. I feel like there should there could be a plan. <laughs> I mean, maybe I just want there to be a plan because I'm analytical and I'm I'm a or I'm a Virgo. I'm very analytical. I can I like to solve problems and find solutions to things. And I guess the more logical side of me says, well, if you there is awareness and experience, create a plan, right? But I mean, I don't experience this, so I really, I can't really speak on it very much. So I don't, I don't have experience. How do you, how do you, how do you defeat a demonic entity? How, how, what's well, one to prevent it? Yeah, but but what's the most common? Anything. What she what's the most her. what's the most common textbook most There's sought no about? Well, there there There's is. No if, if you look at anything. if you look at movies and if you look at people who uh, offer services, no, 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 no. The, movies are you can't no, use them as reference points. but but they but they have to get the references from somewhere right so demonic yeah but demonic, it doesn't mean that they're depicting depicting the accurate references right, but they're creating them whenever you fight an evil demonic entity one of the go-to things that people and it's in it's in literature from dating back from the zeroth century all the way it's to present. A religious approach. Exactly. A religious approach. That, my point exactly. So people have done, I mean, the most religious of people from, you know, uh, the, I mean, there was one incident where, uh, not an altar boy, what, what's the second hand to a priest? I don't know. Well, whatever the number two in command of the, of the regular church, you know, there's a priest and then there's someone that, that, that subs in like his vice priestess, like a vice president. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know what the vice so priestess th is. There was one person who was in that person who, you know, who, who was, you know, all he had to do was wait for his turn to become the full priest and the head of the church. He was suffering from uh, the hat man torment. He was going through the same exact stuff and he did whatever, you know, the, the guidelines for the Catholic rules of, of fighting this, you know, holy water, praying every night, sage, not sage. I don't think he was sage. No, no sage. But he uh, <laughs> he prayed, you know, he used the, the holy Bible. He used the holy water. He had crosses all around him. He even slept with a cross that stood at the foot of his bed and one hanging on the head of his bed. And he was still experiencing attacks from the hat man. Now, 
when you go to a witch, when but you what go if to... the what if the solution is not religious? What if the solution doesn't nobody's even figured it out yet, but it's there? I that's how I feel. I you, feel like it's there. Well, nobody's figured it out yet. For whatever reason that may be, I just feel like it's there's there's a solution of sort. And so by you saying that, since there is no solution, you can't have a solution for aliens. You can't have a solution for extraterrestrials because we no one has ever been able to that's fight true. that. It just doesn't it just hasn't there, been discovered yet, but I think there is a solution. But there, there's a there's a discovery to fight demonic entities. There's a uh, a solution to I fight witch so. entities. But I no one, ha- and if there has, no one has been able to fight and prevent extraterrestrial attacks. Now, I mean, you hear about the abductions. You can't prevent an abduction. You can't. There's there's no there's no alien abduction uh, handbook that people can do. That and people get abducted all the time in their sleep. There, there's a oh, and then there was also what what made me realize was uh, not realize, but what also was stated was that people lose lose track of time. Like they 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 think it's only been five ten minutes of being of going through this evilness, but it's actually been several hours, and they end up when they yeah, finally right, have and days, it's yeah. Days and stuff. if you read a lot of extraterrestrial abductions and and uh, and uh, overtakings by ETs, that is one of the most common things that they do they make you they, they make you lose track of time days hours however long for them to do whatever they want to do so, so having said that it sounds like the fact that what what whether it's you know demonic witches or aliens their ability to manipulate everything is the reason why there isn't a solution exactly it sounds like huh, that a thing? and that that's where that's why i'm i hanging. don't like you <laughs> I don't like you. That's why. That's why I'm hanging on more to to an alien encounter versus the other two because it just makes sense. Because like you said, there there's a there's a way to fight demonic. There's a way to fight uh, the evilness of of the witch. But there's no way to fight an alien. You you can't. There's no sure way. And religious ways have been have been done. Even there's even people who've who've asked medicine men to help prevent the. tormenting of shadow people and they still weren't Mm. able to prevent the attacks from happening and why is it just a select few from different walks of life from all around the world you know when when scientists get gets animal species they don't just get one sort of animal you don't just get one one white rabbit no you get a brown rabbit you get a large rabbit you get a floppy-eared rabbit you get a stiff-eared rabbit you get a long-tailed rabbit you get a short rabbit you get a jack rabbit you get different species from all walks of life newborns old rabbits you know all those different types of rabbits (laughs) I who does that did you who forget did you forget about the ding rabbit house we had in the back oh yeah I remember that. yeah we just That's had <laughs> litters of freaking rabbits all the time I know. but that's where that's where just recently where i've hung on and and more believe that it's an alien counter versus the other two hmm. it just makes sense to me in my head versus the demonic because there's been attempts to in preventing the demonic attacks with again with the religious and that that was the the second in command of a church that wrote about this you know what i mean so i see i don't know i just i just see it more as you don't nobody knows i think that's that's where we're at with the frustration is nobody knows it's like you experience an awareness with no answers it just it it just seems to it just what 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 really did it for me was how is it that people from different age groups from all around the world were able to describe the same exact uh, entity, the same exact thing as the hat man, same exact. How? I think having said that exact statement is why some people believe it's the demonic or the paranormal or supernatural. I, that's that statement. I think that that statement in and of itself is being 
like it's the answer why people pick the different things or they pick the skinwalker or the aliens or you know demonic it's at that statement right there but because every how can everybody describe the exact same experience from so many different aspects and perspectives and walks of life but everything that they attempt to stop doesn't work like the the whole fighting the religious war it doesn't mean that it's not demonic it just means that what exists isn't the answer yet it's not the answer they haven't discovered the answer how are you going to have the number two command in the church not defeat a demonic entity we that that doesn't make any sense that's not possible nobody says that um religious figures are exceptions to anything but that but if you if anyone has a better chance that's like putting a navy seal out into a war and saying well he's not going to make it because you know he's not expected to to uh, fight off this little clan that, 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 that that's not right i mean the, the number two in command should be able to kick some demonic butt just, i think that's just all theoretical how so how so because it, because it's a religious figure in theory you would believe that they'd be able to you know defeat it or they would be um the exception to it or maybe i guess immune would not be the right word but you know that they like you said they would have a better chance of either defeating it or not being having the encounter and that's just the theory because they're religious figures like i said there's no rule in this world there's no fact stating that that's exactly that that's what it is that they are can't defeat it or they are the exception there's no these things are we're just going based off theories that people have established and i guess i don't know i can't explain it but I, I just think that just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it can't happen at all. That's what I think. That's how I feel. Just because what we're doing or what people are doing now to, you know, solve demonic issues doesn't mean that that's the it. That's all there is to do. Someone's going to learn something more. Something's going to be, you know, it's just, there's always going to be more that can be discovered. Just like with science, there's more to be discovered and, and more to be experienced. It's going to be an answer to something that we have been fussing with for a long time. I don't know. I probably feel. I like all three. Again, all three are a possibility. They all feel like a yes to me. But because I'm partial to paranormal, I feel like I'm, you know, I lean a little bit more towards the demonic. Not completely, but kind of like my left foot going over that. That's the script side. That's how I feel. I don't know. I need, I need people to, to weigh in what they think. Yes. Please comment. We yeah. want to hear what you guys have to say. Blow those comments up. Talk to us. Tell us what you think. Yeah, maybe you have an experience that nobody's even talked about. Talk, come out. We want to hear it all. Right. So come at us. Preferably in the comments because I want to see it all. Yeah, it's uh, on my Podbean account, just Graveyard Grumbler on the website or on the, you can download the app and you can make comments. But if not, you can always go to my Instagram, Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. And once I post the the episode there, you can leave comments and let yeah. me know what you think. But I say it's aliens and I think that should be the exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's the answer because my brother said so then that's it we can just stop. we can just look that we'll wrap up the show we're done we're completely done just, everybody that does has hatman experiences bam right. it's aliens it's it's uh it's aliens that's just the the explanation i just think that it's have you seen, have you watched a lot of alien movies like real alien movies not like independence day no you know i am I'm, okay i'm not gonna lie the thought of aliens kind of scares me a little bit i know <laughs> It scares me. So I try not to watch them because I don't know if I'm prepared to become aware of facts and theories and stuff like that. I don't know if I'm in a place that I want to learn about that stuff yet. So no, I have not. One of the best alien movies that I have watched is called Dark Skies. Damn. And where have you watched it? Uh, I watched it on, I don't know if it was on QB or Netflix. I don't remember. Dark Skies. 
Scott. You have to text me that so I can remember it. <sighs> that movie. Because I can't put it in my phone right now. Oh, my gosh. That movie was intense. But, all right. I will have intense. to Intense. And that was probably, and I that one and, what was it called? Encounters of the Fourth Kind or Third Kind? I don't remember. It was with the, it was live audio. That's what, and another one that freaked me out a lot was, was uh, there was one where they were talking about uh, this family being abducted by aliens, but no one believed them. It happened up in, in Alaska. And this, the creepy part is that they had live audio of the abductions, Ooh. which was freaky as hell. Oh, that was scary. That's going to scare me. But now I want to watch it because you said it. it was, I, I, I can't remember. I have to hear it. I have to Google the the name of the movie, but it's oh, those two. Those two are my all time favorite alien movies. And it just it just it's too like I mentioned on when I did my alien episode. It's selfish to think that there isn't another life form out there. Oh. Selfish or the strong movie, but no, I be- I don't believe that we were. I don't believe that we're the only life form on the planet at all, and the universe. I mean, maybe the planet. Well, okay, I think that yeah, the planets are, but I definitely think that other life forms from other planets and places are definitely chilling on here and hanging out. I think they've been here for years. I think that they have intentionally uh, planted themselves into our life form, into our planet for the research period. For for research purposes as well as for the sake of having an advantage an advantage over us right. in the event that shit goes down yeah and well you know what I'm saying? one of the big theories is that we actually have reptilian shapeshifters here you have you have you read that one have you heard that one yeah. i did an episode about it yeah i oh, am very God. well aware of that reptilian kind of gross but yes yeah I, I, I still like my major theory at the end of, of everything, what if we are the aliens? We're the ones going from planet to planet, sucking the the uh, resources and off. It, you're right, and maybe we are only aware of it in this current lifetime because we're spending the most time here. Yep, maybe that's that's Dude, my. If theory. we're aliens and we're doing that, we're assholes, yo. Well, I know. Well, Why that's, are we doing that to the planets? That's rude. It's greed. Ugh. Leave it to humans. <laughs> are See, we now? You're upsetting me with humanity. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so what else is there to get into in regard to that? By the way, the midnight game, don't play that shit because you're not going to win. There's no way out of it. Your best bet, your best line of defense is do not play it. But if you're going to play it, just know you're in, you're in it. That's it. You're in and there's no way out. Your little salt circle, is, realistically, what's the point in saving you some minutes to light your candle if at the if you can't escape it? It's, when it's done, it's still not done. They tell you. 3.33, you did it. Oh, by the way, it's still not over. Does it, does it It'll matter? It'll never be over. Would it work better so, if, it, if it was sea salt? <laughs> you know what? Try it and let me know. Because <laughs> it's a wave barrier. The sea. Try it and let me know. Put your phone on speakerphone so that we can hear it. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you happen to catch the episode of The Elevator Game? Uh, no, I did not. That was the next one because I hear you talking about it a lot, but no, I did not catch it. Now I have to listen to that's it. Another, that's another shitty game that... You, if, I don't get this. Why do people? Oh, these, these are not really games. People, <laughs> if, he, I mean, if people die, they're not games. You don't play. You don't die in Monopoly. That's true. You don't die in Yahtzee or Dominoes. I mean, you could die. You in can Dominoes, die in Dominoes. You don't. Yeah, you hood. don't die in Uno. I know you could die in Uno, but these games are not designed for you to lose your life. Mm-hmm. And when you're done with Uno, you're done. Yeah. You don't be at night walking into your mom's room and be like, bam. Draw four. You know, it doesn't happen. <laughs> that's not how it well, works. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's, that's not our game. That's how games work. If you play prison rules, you know, I'm sure you can get stabbed. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I, I, but it doesn't mean that you die. Right? In in the elevator game, there's this uh, there's this woman. I call her the fifth floor woman because she, uh, on the fifth floor, 
because there's a whole ritual routine that you have to do. You have to push the the floor numbers in certain sequence and you have mm-hmm. to, you know, you'll go to each floor. Well, on the fifth floor, when the door opens, a woman will enter the, the elevator. You're not supposed to look at her, talk to her, interact with her at all. And if you do, you're fucked. She will haunt you and make your life miserable for the rest of, of your existence. Well, if you have your if people have their phones with them, that's easy to ignore people. There's no problem. Your phone doesn't work when you're attempting to. Oh, it doesn't well, even turn just on. Kidding, then. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, when you're and then when you successfully at the end when you successfully entered a different realm or dimension, I can't remember exactly which one it is. You walk in and there's this long hallway that's illuminated by a red glow. And some people have said they've seen a red cross at the end of it. And some people say that they don't see a cross, but you can never get to the end of the hallway. Oh, that's like the shining shit. Yeah, it's similar to that to that uh, that experience. But I don't you check that episode out because it's hard to talk about it when when you haven't heard or done research on it. It's it's a it's a stupid game. I don't understand why people decide to do that game either. It doesn't make any sense. That's to what, me. See, that stuff is like, no, that's no go for me. I'm going to have to check it out because I want to know what everybody's talking about. Yeah. It, I will have to check it on out. It's nuts. But it's on. Uh, so the midnight game, don't do it. And you don't think that there's a or there, it's, it's been said that even from a healer that there's a there's no barrier protection that you can do to protect yourself from the midnight man. Nope. I don't think so. Because no. Nope. Because you are intentionally going in to invite a demon to hang out with you. So you can't protect something that you're you're consciously creating. Exactly. And the shadow people. We yeah. haven't figured out how to how to fight that either. No, we have not had no. And for, if you, if anybody is having these Hatman experiences, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know how to sympathize with you. I don't even know how to like. I I don't even know. Hey, what do you say? Like, oh, I'm sorry. Well, you know what? What do you say? Out of curiosity, if someone who is experiencing uh, torment from shadow people or the Hatman, will the tarot cards share that with you? Say that again. If someone comes to you and asks for a reading, but they have been suffering from uh, shadow people torment, will the tarot cards reveal that to you? It's not necessarily the cards in general. It's what comes through intuitively. Um, They can. Yeah, they can come through. It's not guaranteed that they will, but yeah, they they can easily come through. That information like that definitely comes through, especially if if they say, for example, they want to, it's time to address the torment, paranormal torment coming about. It'll definitely come front and center. Huh. But yeah, it will. Yeah, stuff like that definitely comes through in readings. Absolutely. Like I said, especially if um, it's time to be addressed or to, you know, get help on it, it'll definitely come up. How would you, how would you, uh, your experience, now we're not, we're not just talking about a broad overview, but how would someone, or what, what, what information would you give to someone or what, what advice would you give to, for someone to, uh, address their their shadow people experience what? i would honestly um tell them to burn start the house down and to no i can't i don't know how to solve the problem if we're talking about okay did you were you talking about shadow if they were ta- telling me that they were doing with the hat man experience is that what you said yes okay uh i can't advise them because i don't know the solution i don't know how to work with it i don't have experience with that so i would i would tell them to do the research for whether it's online or locally and get in touch with someone that works with um, paranormal or, you know, paranormal or negative spiritual entities or attacks or torments, because I, I can't, I don't have experience in it. I would not lie to someone and start telling them how to do some things and 
because no, I don't know the answer to that. So I would definitely ask them to look for someone that can help them. You you mumbled. Or that would have you mumbled more of an understanding. Oh, I would ask them to find someone that can help them, or someone that has a better understanding about it, and that can offer advice, something. Because I definitely would not be able to do that. I don't know anything about it. And so burning the house down wouldn't be viable. <laughs> Again, no. <laughs> See, uh, it doesn't make any sense. That should be the cure all. Burning the house down. So where would everyone live? With you? At least they don't have to sleep. They don't have anywhere to lay down, so they oh, can't be tormented. No, because they just can't. Like you said, you're so sleep deprived that you just fall asleep. So they don't need a bed to fall asleep if they're that sleep deprived. You can't fall asleep on the grass, on the street. I would. Come on now. Get bit by you bugs. don't know that if you're that sleep deprived. You don't know that. Stop it. Stop it right now. You don't even know. I, I can. I know things. I'm like Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I have a question for you. Uh, yep, or, ask well, away. is there anything else that you wanted to, before I... Nope, I was going to ask you the same thing. Oh, yes. Um, as I mentioned to you earlier, I don't know if it was yesterday or today. Now that you have produced all these different podcast episodes, which, by the way, congratulations on all your downloads, on all your listens, from all the episodes that you created. Congratulations. I am very, very proud of you for all this that you are creating and pursuing. Uh, congratulations on that. I'm very happy for you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Having said that, now that you've created all these episodes, especially that you've been doing the focus in the spooky stuff, I would like to have you back live with me because I would like to have a conversation with you and have you talk about and share with us everything that you've learned doing all this research and putting out all these podcast episodes. Because I know for a fact that when you started, you didn't even know most of this stuff existed. You know, we you you had a very basic understanding of the supernatural if you even you know you you believe to a certain extent and you don't but now that you've done all this research because i know that you've spent countless hours doing the research i want to know i i would like to discuss the difference i would like to discuss where you stand with that now and how that you know how you see everything so i would like to invite you back on to come back i would like to invite you to come back and go live with me and talk about these things yep I'm 100% down. I'm cool with that. Awesome. So keep you guys be uh, keep an eye out for that because we're definitely going to get that scheduled, hopefully in the next few weeks. So be prepared to listen to that. Yep. I'm very, very excited. Me too. It always goes on for, for well, shit, like this one. This one's already an hour and a half long. I know. <laughs> it's already been going. It, I only even become aware of the time because every so often after a long time mom will come in she'll peek her head and she's like are you okay it's been a long time i'm trying to see if you're still talking to your brother (laughs) that's the only way i have a kind of know what time it is yeah on my on my recorder on my uh editing software my audacity on the top i have a time bar and i just see the i I don't pay attention because i'm usually reading my notes or looking down then i'll glance up to see how many how many minutes i have to for editing and right now we're at a uh, one hour, 27 minutes and nine seconds, 10 seconds. Awesome. So that's a good thing Yeah, because I enjoy the fact that we just, just dive in deep and just go on and go on until it's, you know, like we peek up our head up, peek our head up out of the water. Yeah. It's been, I mean, it's, it's an easy free flowing conversation. I think that's the best, mm-hmm. that's the easiest is the, is it, is the, it's nothing's forced, you know what I mean? And, and nothing is, yeah. is too out of bounds. I, guess, I, mean, I love our collabs. They feel right. They feel good. And it's always a good time. Yep. 
and I'm glad. And you guys, all of your audience gets to learn all these ridiculous, goofy things about us as we interact, <laughs> sister and brother. <laughs> yep, very true. And that my mom is injured for some reason. Well, I know the oh, reason, yes. but I'm not going to. Yeah, she has some, some wounds going on. That she, yeah. <laughs> I, I love you, mom, and I thought it was very precious that you came in to make sure that my brother knew you and did. <laughs> So, well, so here, the best. here's the here's the backstory of it. Just a quick explanation of what happened to my mom. Okay, she was going to the grocery store. There was like five dudes, right? One of them had a knife. Another one had a steel toe boot with a knife on the tip, and they kicked her in the butt, and she's injured, but she survived. The other guys, not so much. But they didn't kick her in the butt. Too. They kicked her on her leg injury, and they left her. Remember? No, I don't but remember. The knife that kicked into her leg. Oh my goodness! If you're gonna tell the story, tell it right. I wasn't, it wasn't there. The the, the guy with the boot and the knife on the boot kicked her on the leg and left the two little poke holes on her leg. Those are the wounds. Oh, there you go. See? I just told you I that. I thought it was oh the, That was like three hours ago. Well, you should have wrote it down in your notes. I don't even have my pen with me. I'm going by old notes. But that's that, see, that's what happened. Mom's from the hood. <laughs> like from the hood. Really, but really from the so hood. But just so you guys know, don't fret. She is safe and sound. She's good. She's healing. She's resting. She's fine. Yep. She will go don't on. send flowers or cards. We're okay. Thank you for thinking of them. Nope, don't send any of that. But she'll heal better here in December <laughs> in, when she's in Texas. Oh, my goodness. So. I know. I'm kind of dreading it coming to see mom. You can't but dread it. I'm, I live like three three continents I, away. Uh, <laughs> I am excited that she gets to go spend time with you and that you get to spend time with her because, you know, you don't get to at all. I'm happy that all the babies get to hang out with mom. And I'm happy that she's going to be happy. She gets to get away. She gets to take a breather. She gets to go be in Texas. She likes Texas. She wants to visit all these places. I'm happy that she gets to have that experience and that you guys all get to be together. Yep. I'm bummed out because I obviously will not be able to have that experience with her. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. house is different when my mom's not here. It's like the house knows that she's not here. It's weird. If I, if that makes sense, but the house knows that she's not here and it feels different. Is there more activity in the house when mom is gone? Nope. It's the same? Nope. Yeah. It, there is no consistency of activity here in the house. Sometimes it's active. Sometimes it's not. It's just whatever, whenever. Whenever they feel like doing whatever, then it's there. And When when activity kind of is a little bit more, um, like the, when, when everything, for everything, everyone, I don't know, is more active, we notice it and we're like, okay, now, let's go ahead and do a little cleansing. Let's put you guys to rest. Well, maybe there's some extra things in here that aren't supposed to be here, so we'll like do the smudging and stuff, clear it out, just so we can calm everything back down for a moment it's almost like the usual spirits that live here don't like when extra things are just passing through it's like it pisses them off right i wonder if it'll get active if i stay there when i go down to cali eventually i don't know we'll see or just be like a welcome mm -hmm. home hey it's been six years <laughs> what's up they're gonna okay they're gonna you're gonna have a welcome home and don't be upset when you feel that pat on your back Ugh. Uh, that's no good. I think that's the only time where I don't advise my cure-all for burn the house down because it's mom's house. Oh, mom would so be can't. so mad if you burn the house down. <laughs> well, I tried once already, but I got in trouble. Yes, yes, you got in trouble a lot. You have a, you like fire, so I, I hope you don't know that. No, I still love fire. I just I can I have control of when I do it now. I can teach the kids how to play with fire, which is even better. And hopefully, you're doing it as as if I prefer that you do it when there is um, food around. Food? So that you can feed us. Food, yes. There's fire involved. Grill us something. Cook us something. Oh, I was like, what? What do you mean? Yes. Well, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. I have some good yes. some good barbecue patties that we can throw in there. Some barbecue what? Patties. Okay. Because they don't have vegan T-bone steaks. I, I see that. I so see that. They have some badass vegan that. burgers, though. Amazing. <laughs> well, I've... I am 
I know Teresa makes these black bean burgers that I still need to try. Oh, those are amazing. Yeah, I really need to try Especially that. with all the fixings on it. Oh, you should try it. I'm excited. I'm still waiting. And I like her her um, chili and her cornbread. Oh, my God. That's so good. We just had that the other night. It's delicious. Yeah. And now she has her that Instagram where she shows all her food. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, a lot of that was uh, not the Instagram, but a lot of uh, recipes that we've been eating lately have been wondering if mom was going to eat them. And I told, I told Teresa, I said, mom's going to eat pretty much anything you put in front of her be out of courtesy. Is, mom's, <laughs> thing, mom's thing is as long as it doesn't look weird. Right. Mom is a very visual person. She gets on the, if the food looks plain, That's... if the food looks all one color. She uh -huh. it bothers. She's a very visual eater. I'm going to stop very, you right there. Very visual. That's not accurate, because if that was any sort of true, then we would have got she would have got rid of Matkos because he looks weird. So that's not true. <laughs> oh my goodness! Stop it, Marcos. I love you, but yes, you're a little bit weird. We love you anyway. We're all weird. That's why we are. Yeah, but but he looks weird. We're just we just act weird. There's a difference. You're a nerd. I would have loved you. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're we're uh, we're excited. We're we can't wait, and uh, I continue with my podcast. Which next episode will be a game that my son told me about, which is Yellow Door, Red Door. I think that's the name of it. I don't. I have a question. Yeah, where is he finding all this stuff? He is a huge nut about paranormal and urban legends. Huge. Huge. Oh, my babies have taken after their Thea. I'm so happy. Like the the one with the eight foot woman. I had no idea uh -huh. who that was until he told me about it. No idea. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. The elevator game was a combination of of uh, uh, him or Leo and Chris Cat telling me about it and listening it on that on that gal's podcast uh, Sam that I had on on the show last week. I knew nothing that's about awesome. it. Nothing. I knew. I, I like know that that's their interest. Those are interests. That's that's where they're at. Yeah, and uh, like I mentioned before, that's one of the reasons why I directed the podcast to urban legends and paranormals to keep the kids' interest, and we can connect, and they can you know listen to me on on whatever and tell people, hey, this is my dad, check him out. It's just weird. And yeah. are you going to keep the podcasts going down this path? Oh yeah, them, you know, to keep them interested. Good, I like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm actually. If I if I do a different topic, I'll probably create a whole different podcast altogether because this podcast has already been established as urban legend, paranormal, serial killer, cults. That this is already yeah. established. So I can't. I, I wouldn't feel right if I changed if if I changed the topic and got way out of left field on it. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't yeah. add. Uh, like a kinky fetish topic in this podcast. So I would have to, I would have to create a whole different podcast if I wanted to open up different, different topics. I, yeah. I, I like that you, you ended up, you ended up in this category, in this subject line. I love it. I love it. Me and too. I like, it gives us all the opportunity to collaborate. Like we would have never thought that we would have been able to have Marcos on the podcast on, you know, on our, my live. We would have never thought about that, but we have, it's like it's the glue. We have so much in common when it comes to the paranormal and the supernatural. And I love it. I like it. Yeah. I like when we get to do things together. Hopefully in the coming weeks, we can get all three of us on there. And I mean, that just to let you know, we'll probably uh, listeners will probably be like a two to three hour episode. Yeah. So this is already an hour and 40. So if all three of us are on there, it'll more than likely be like two to three hours. I mean, that's like Joe Rogan number time. So. 
that's a that's yeah. a long time. That's awesome. I can't wait for that. That's gonna be awesome. Right. Me me either. So this week, uh let me see, this episode will be put out on Wednesday. That will yeah, it will be Wednesday. I'll edit that Wednesday because after an hour, after this long, I'm not gonna edit. I'm gonna go hang out with the kids and, and Teresa. So I will edit this on Wednesday morning and it will be available Wednesday afternoon to early early evening. So awesome. I look forward to hearing it. That's when this episode will be out. But if uh, there's anything else you want to mention, you need to put a plug in or anything again before we get off. Just hang out at my website. Go spend some time on my website so you can check out my blog. You can, you know, book a service with me or you can see the events that are coming up. I'm going to be hosting women's circle that are local to Bakersfield. They're going to be in person outdoors at the park. So we don't have to worry about being in a closed space. And that's going to be for overall support in life and self-empowerment. And those will get started here within the next month. So keep an eye out for that. You will find that information on my website also. And again, my website is AnnaMRomero.com. That's Anna with two N's. And that's, I think that's it. For so the, I got to plug in. For the Women Empowered to Circle uh, event that you're going to host. <laughs> okay. Women's Circle. <laughs> Women's Circle. Uh, there's Okay, so... <laughs> There's a there's a Gracie Jiu Jitsu course called Women Empowerment. So ah. that that mixed in into my head with empowered circle. So <laughs> I heard women and 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 circle. So all that all that connected into my head as one big thing. But uh, for those people who are interested, are you gonna are you gonna run a live on that, or are you just gonna keep it as an in person? No, it, I'm not doing it virtually. It's only gonna be local in person. Oh wow. Yeah, and maybe in the future I will put something together virtually because I used to do it virtually and it just didn't flow right. So I stopped doing it. And now that I'm going to go back, I'm going to host them again. I am not. I'm only starting local in person for now. Well, that's because you're trying to perform for the camera. Just be natural. Don't be suspicious. Say what? What did you say? I say that's because you're trying to perform for the camera. That's why it didn't didn't sound natural. It didn't flow. Don't be suspicious. You know what? That's probably it. What happens usually is like I kind of like my um, my mind kind of frizzes out and I can't figure out if I'm going to try to do it from the notes or just speak from what's coming to me. I it, My world's colliding and right. It just it's like an act and I don't like it. So power Maybe man 5,000. So, yeah, I will only be currently at the time being for the time being. They will be local in person and that's local to Bakersfield, California. I am not in Texas with my brother. Nope. In the Bakersfield. Eventually, hopefully, everyone will be in, in the great country of yes, Texas. I hope so. We'll see. I mean, I got the second parenting parenting situation, but hopefully I'll be able to be efficient. Yeah. Well, there's an easy solution. It's not legal, but it's a solution. We'll so. figure it out. <laughs> but yes. So <laughs> there's that. Thank you for having me on your podcast again. I look forward to being on here a lot more many times. I enjoy it. And also for... For those that are listening to the podcast, if you would like to book a reading with me, you will receive a discount for uh, simply by mentioning that you heard me on my brother's podcast. And yeah, you'll receive a discount. Just contact me via email from my website and let me know that you heard about it on the show and you'll get your discount. There you go. Discounts. Mention Graveyard Grumber podcast. That's where you listen to me at. And she will, I don't know what, what, and what offer it is, but I'm sure it's good if she threw it out here on the podcast. So I look forward to hearing from all of you, especially, you know what, not only to book services, but I look forward to the comments that you guys are going to leave on Instagram and on here 
in regards to everything that we discussed. I want to hear your opinions, your perspectives, your experiences. I want to hear it all. Me too. That way we can read them on on the uh, on the next episode we do we yeah. collab on. Oh, so. that'd be so rad! I can't wait. Yep. Okay, I can't wait. <laughs> thank Let's you. Hurry up and finish so we can start the new one now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for for uh, coming onto the podcast again. That when you were on the podcast last time, the first episode you and I did together, that was actually a pretty large listened to episode that we had. It really? Was, yeah, That's awesome. yeah. It was. Uh, I think it was upward to like almost sixty downloads. Awesome. Which, That's great. Thank you yeah. guys for listening to us and supporting us. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yep. And again, the episode will be available Wednesday. That's when I will edit and upload it to everywhere you listen to your podcast. But until then, thank you for listening. I appreciate everything. Uh, Goddess Guidance, thank you very, very much for the collab. I thank you for your professional information. Everyone, tune in, share this, uh, share the podcast, go visit uh, my sister's website and get your life straight that's the best thing i could say so and as always thank you very much good morning good day good night goodbye this is the end this is the end this is the end beautiful graveyard grumbler podcast